It's No Fluff Friday, the day I give you a straightforward, do-it-right-now tip or task that can impact your motherhood, your marriage, or your home maintenance. Today we're talking about family emergency folders and why it's important to have one. And I'm going to give you five simple things that I want you to gather up and put in your family emergency folder right now. Now, family emergency folders can be very robust. As I was researching for this episode, there is list upon list of documents and papers and articles and just everything you can imagine that people put out there that say you need to put this in an emergency folder. That can be very overwhelming when you first get started as far as like getting organized and getting your affairs in order, it's really overwhelming for people when they first get started. So I really want to break it down for you and just get you started in the right direction. And you probably already have all five of these documents or these papers already scattered throughout your house, maybe in a filing cabinet or in your junk drawer or wherever. And I want you to gather them all up and we're going to put them in a family emergency folder. Now, I just want to share a little bit of my story with you. Now, I on Fridays, I really don't like to give you a lot of fluff, but I really want to emphasize the importance of having a family emergency folder and share my personal story with you and why I'm so passionate about having your affairs in order before an emergency such as death um, happens. And I know a lot of people don't want to talk about death. They don't want to approach the topic, but we are all going to die eventually. And if we were all super prepared, we would already have our funeral arrangements made for our family. We would already have everything in working order so our family doesn't have to suffer after we're gone. But we're, life just isn't like that. We, can, we can't foresee every single thing. And why would we want to live in with preparation of our death in mind. And yes, later on in life, we might want to start thinking about preparing funeral arrangements and everything. But right now, I want you to focus on just creating a family emergency folder. So let me let me just tell you a little bit of my story. When I was pregnant with my third, my third child, Lucas, in 2013, both of my parents passed in the same year. My father passed first. He was still living in their home. And my mother was living in a nursing home. She had been living there for four and a half years. She had Parkinson's and was very, you know, she was not doing very well. And so my father passed unexpectedly. We did not expect it to happen. And we had to go into his home and and basically shuffle through all of his papers, which were scattered everywhere because he lived alone. He was kind of like a hermit and we couldn't find anything. We couldn't access his computer where all of his important documents were. We we were never able to get into his computer. We were not able to find passwords. We were not able to access bank accounts. We had no idea where his insurance claim papers were. It was very, very stressful. Not only were we dealing with his death and having to plan funeral arrangements and everything that goes with that. But we also had to take care of the house that he left behind and all of his financial information and any insurance claims and life insurance, any investments that he had. We couldn't find any of that. And it took a lot of hunting and calling around. And we were 
we were supposed to just be grieving my father's passing during that time, but it was overshadowed by this burden of having to deal with his his information and his financial information and everything else. And so we weren't able to fully grieve and be in that moment because we had to take on that responsibility. It was very, very hard. Not only that, but I was also two two weeks away from giving birth to my third child. It was absolutely the most stressful time of my life. So that is why I'm so passionate about doing things like a death cleanse where you, if you are older, I I kind of live like this already where my house is already pretty minimal. So if anything were to happen to our family or to me and Jared, it would be really easy for someone to come in and take over and clean out our home and not have to make a lot of decisions for our personal things and our sentimental things because I've already weeded through a lot of that stuff and I live pretty minimal. And if you are not to the point where you want to do that in your younger in your younger years, then definitely, you know, in your older years, you should be doing a death cleanse for your family because, you know, death is inevitable and you don't want to leave that burden for behind for your family and they're not able to grieve you and remember you and do you want their la- their last memory of you to be this this very traumatic situation that they have to go through where they don't know where any of your paperwork is, okay? So I really want you to hone in on this specific area as soon as you can and gather up just these basic documents. Just start here, okay? We're going to make it super simple for you, and I'm going to start with five different areas and these documents that I want you to gather, all right? So number one, I want you to first find your identification cards, okay? And I'm going to give you a list of these. Your social security cards, copies of your driver's licenses, all right? You have your driver's license in your wallet that you keep on you, but you really should make a copy of it because what if you are in a horrible car accident and your papers and everything that was in your wallet and everything, it was just destroyed. Having a copy of your driver's license is going to be very, very important to keep in your emergency folder. Copy of your military ID, birth certificates, birth certificates for all of your children and all of their social security cards as well. Your marriage certificate. What if you, your husband was in a coma at the at the hospital and you had to prove that you were married to him. You need to be able to locate your marriage certificate. Your passports. I can't tell you how many times Jared and I have misplaced our passports because we were living in the bus and we moved to a new house and I couldn't find them for a couple of years. And he finally told me, he's like, Lisa, they've been in my drawer the whole time. I'm like, I didn't know. We really should keep them in our family emergency folder. Um, Copies of your kids' school IDs. If you have children, or if if you have children for one thing, but then if your children go to school and they have school IDs, all of these identification cards and documents are super important. So gather them up and stick them in the front of your folder. And when I say a folder, Just make it one of those little hanging file folders that you stick in a like hanging file box and just put it in the front of that. We're going to keep all of these in a in one folder in your file box. The next thing that I want you to do, and this 
is probably something we all say we were going to do and we never do it is a list of your passwords. How many of us are online and we're creating all of these different passwords to all of our different financial institutions and everything? And nobody's going to be able to access that information in case of emergency. So the, the passwords that I want you to write down are your bank accounts, your financial institutions. Like for instance, Jared and I have our bank account with our credit union, but then we also have a credit card with Capital One. Okay, so I really need to write that stuff down. Your emails, uh, passwords to your emails, um, any reoccurring recurring subscriptions that you have because afterwards, after you pass, your your bank account is still going to be charged for these recurring subscriptions that you have. And it's really important for your family to be able to access your account so that they can cancel your subscriptions and not be charged anymore and lose out on that, that financial um, and that money that's going to be in your account. Um, and in, if you own your own business, any business accounts that you have. So if you have a website or if you have any subscriptions that you that are being charged to your business account or your financial institution, you need to make sure that you are writing down and kind of categorizing what passwords go where. So take some time, write down your passwords, take the list and put it in your emergency folder. The third thing that I want you to do are your financial documents. Gather up your financial documents. So I documents in this category would be your sources of income, um, your investments, like Jared and I have an IRA, an IRA but Jared also has a, um, a, 401, a 401k. He has you know another investment somewhere else. So we really need to gather up all of that information. And while you're doing that, well, first of all, gather up the information, but then I want you to write down on, on a to-do list that you are updating your beneficiaries because if you created these accounts long ago, maybe your beneficiaries have, have you know, either they've passed or you've changed relationships with people. So make sure that you are also writing down your to-do list of, of like, you need to call and make sure that the right people are on these accounts to be your um beneficiaries. All right, the next thing um, in the financial documents is your insurances, your life insurance plan. If you have a life insurance plan, your document needs to be there. Your tax returns, because here's the thing, you can be audited even after you're passing. <laughs> How crazy is that? So you need to make sure that you have your tax returns in your emergency folder as well. Your monthly budget, okay? Have a copy of your monthly budget in your emergency family plan or emergency family folder. Um, so your family, after your passing, can know how your finances and your monthly um, household operated, all right? All right, area number four, your ownership documents. Now, ownership documents are things like the deed to your house, and your car title. So anything that you own, any land that you own. I stumbled upon this random document in my dad's house of land that he owned over in the panhandle of Florida. I didn't even know if that was how old that was. I didn't I, I still don't know to this day. I tried to to research it. But so make sure that anything that you own, you put in that emergency folder. Okay. All right, the last thing, and this is probably going to be, if you don't already have these already established and you've already created these, this might be something that you want to 
to put on your to-do list is your will. And Jared and I still don't have a will, and we've been meaning to do that for several years, but your will, your medical, and your financial powers of attorney. This is going to take a little bit more legwork, but it's really important that you go ahead and establish what you want to happen after your passing in case of emergency, all right? So take the time to do that. Research any online Um, services that can help you with that. They're probably a lot more affordable than going to your local lawyer. Um, You can create a will very, very easily. And I I say that and I need to take the time to do that. That is going to be on my, my list of things to do this year. All right. So after you have gathered up all of the documents in these five areas, your identification, your passwords, your financial documents, your ownership documents, and your wills, I want you to put it in a safe place. I recommend putting it in a firebox. So if you want to go super cheap, you can do a fire bag. And I have linked one in the show description or the show notes for one that's like $15. But then I've also linked in the show notes a firebox that is that is big enough to hold hanging files, and that one is less than $30. So you decide which one you want to have, and just start there, okay? I'm going to cover this in a lot more detail, probably in a mini course that I'm going to put together for you, and just walk you through that process, because it's really... It's really helpful to have somebody to be there right with you to say, go gather this information and actually show you and and make, create a visual representation of that. So I want to go back over those five different areas, your identification cards and paperwork, your passwords, write them down, your financial documents ownership documents, and any wills that you've already created. All right, friends, I hope you enjoyed this No Fluff Friday episode. I I didn't want it to be a downer episode, but I really wanted to encourage you to start getting organized, start getting your affairs in order. You're going to feel so much more relieved that if anything were to happen to you, case of emergency, that everything is in order, it's organized, and You don't have to worry. It's going to take a lot of stress off of you and you can just enjoy life a lot more knowing that things are already taken care of. Because this topic is really important to me and I have a personal connection to it, I really want you to take the time to get organized and get your affairs in order. I am giving you a family emergency folder checklist. So to access it and download it, you can go to habitsandhome.com slash freebies and you can download it print it off, and use it to check off all the things that you need to add to your family emergency folder. This, These are going to be the absolute essentials and the basics for you to get started. All right, friends, I will see you next week right here on the Habits and Home Show. Hey, friend, are you ready to finally get your act together, become more productive in life and in business? and significantly reduce your stress. Well, I'm ready to help you make these changes and we're gonna do it by overhauling your habits. Sure, decluttering and organizing your home is gonna give you some immediate gratification, but it will be short-lived if you don't change your habits and you don't stop taking on the identity of an unorganized, unfocused, hot mess mama. It's time to stop treading water in the deep end and start thriving in your dreams and your life purposes. Go to habitsandhome.com slash habit30 to join the Habits and Home Accountability Program. While you're there, join my email list to receive my subscriber exclusive 
straightforward, no fluff, do it right now and delete tips and encouragement. Until next time, I'm Lisa at the Habits and Home Show.